What's going on, guys? AJ here back again with another episode of the E1B2 Collective Podcast. I want to give you guys a really simple example of how to connect customer promises and pretty much organizational goals and frameworks and perspectives and how to connect that to your day-to-day culture, aka your day-to-day decision-making structure. So really in layman's terms, I'm going to connect the customer promises around a product or service, and I'm going to connect it to internally how your decision-making structure should be right now or how you may need to revamp or reorganize or restructure those things. Couple thoughts. For for the longest time, frankly, I've been such a employee's first guy. You guys know a lot of that. But what I think is a misconception uh, or a, sorry, this is the kitty trying to get my attention here. Uh, what I think a lot of people forget is that a lot of my background and a lot of my focus is hap- happens to actually be on the business side, on the consumer side, on the customer side, on the entrepreneurial side. And so from my point of view, a lot of the ways that you successfully build a brand from a from a financial standpoint, has a lot to do with what's happening internally. Now, for most, I think that would be common sense, but you'd be very surprised uh, by those by those folks that don't think that is common sense. So that's just one little tip and perspective and, I don't know, point of view that I just wanted to kind of rant on for a moment. But let's get practical here. Let's get really tangible. Let's say, and I'm going to use a very real example that happened in my world. Let's say a customer promise is you're going to roll out a cohort of an eight-week experience on behalf of your consumers by June. Let's say that's what your goal is. That is your customer promise. You have put out marketing material. You have made videos. You have built partnerships. You already have the customers and the consumers ready. You have taken their money already. You've done all these things to show the consumer that you promise to deliver this amazing experience at this desired date. That is what's happening on the marketing side. That is what's happening on the internal operation side. That is what's happening on um, just the business side overall. Now, internally, from a culture standpoint, you're realizing that teams inside of the organization are not either A, getting along, and I don't really like to get into that elementary shit, so maybe we can move on to something a little bit more tangible, B, they are not figuring out how to make efficient decision-making fast, meaning they are making good decisions potentially, but the process is taking too long. So maybe we need to go and audit the decision-making structures and figure out where we can make these things more efficient. So I'll give you a practical way of how to do that. And again, I'm going to connect it to the consumer. Connecting it to the consumer first, actually, is, is pretty simple to explain. So let me do that first. Connecting it, connecting it to the consumer looks a little something like this. When you are trying to revamp or restructure your decision-making processes, you're only doing it because you need to make that promise to your consumer come true, aka the speed of which you need to get that product out. Let's say you said you would have something out to them by June and you're realizing it's May 1st. Maybe there's something changes that need to happen because if you're being honest with yourself, and you're going internally and you're doing an audit and you're realizing that you are not going to have these things out by June 1st because of a lot of things that are clunky and slow inside of your org from a decision-making structure, there needs to be a change. Now, again, let's stick on the consumer part for a minute. What's the, what's the worst case scenario of that not happening? 
AKA, what's the worst case scenario of you not delivering what you said you would deliver? I'll give you a very clear and uh, simple statement around that. If you fail on the consumer promise part, now your PR, now your brand, now the aesthetic, now the perspective of who you are, of what you do begins to get tarnished. Now, what's that? What, what's going to happen then? CEO is going to be pissed. Heads of departments are going to be pissed. Certain employees that really care about the company are going to be pissed. Customers are going to be pissed. There's going to be a swirl of anger that happens. And anger, when that anger happens, there's threat responses going off in the brain, which shuts down certain parts of the subconscious, certain parts of the memory bank, certain parts of being able to think critically. And now you get even slower, right? Now you're even more frustrated. Or on the reverse, not getting slower, now you're speeding things up just because. You're rolling things out just because. I think we all can admit, we've probably seen things like that. I'll give you an example, and this is kind of left field, but the Big Baller brand. I guarantee, and if you guys don't know who the Big Baller brand is, LeVar Ball, Lonzo Ball, LaMelo Ball, amazing um, LeAngelo Ball, amazing three sons that were phenomenal in high school, phenomenal in college. Father was really hard on them, but inevitably got them all to the pros. Um, they They rolled out a shoe. Now, they kept making consumer promises about the date and kept pushing back the date because I guarantee there were issues internally from a decision-making structure of speed, of of efficiency, of um, of buy-in, of engagement, of process. And inevitably, when the shoes came out, they were horrible. Now, I guarantee they had a desire for those shoes to be great. Thus, that's why it was taking so long. But I guarantee there was a moment where they could see the consumers were getting frustrated. They could see the PR was starting to pick up in a negative light. And they probably just rolled something out, expedited all the decision-making processes, expedited everyone's opinions, expedited all the engagement issues and just went to zero with engagement because I'm sure LeVar Ball or any other executive within that team just kind of ramboed through everything and said, this is what we're doing and this is how it's going to work. And so inevitably it, it sucked and everyone knew it sucked. And the next couple of shoes that came out, no one appreciated, no one liked, and that was pretty much it. And so here's my, here's my point on that. How I want to connect this back to decision making and how I want to connect this back to culture and how I want to connect this back to your employees is the following. If you understand and know the consumer problems that you have made, and that's incredibly important to you, which it is to most companies, then you need to realize and audit what's happening inside of my organization right now when it comes to getting that product out to the world that we need to restructure and understand. And you guys know my style and please take this away if you want to use it. I like to go the employees first route. And what I mean by that is removing the executives for a moment, removing those folks that inevitably are making the final decisions and going down to the people that are on the ground floor that are actually, actually, actually making this thing happen. And I want to hear from them first. What do you think we need to do between you guys? Because you're making the thing to get this product out by June. What do we need to do between you guys to make this thing happen by this date? Is there something we are doing as executives that are slowing you down? Is there some policies? Are there there structures? Are there processes? Are there things that we're doing right now that are slowing you down? Do we need to adjust and change the way the authority structures are in place right now? Do we need to adjust and change the way that you guys are working together? 
Are you guys working successfully together? Are you guys having great conversations, great nuances? Are we hearing and listening and engaging with your ideas? Because maybe there are some great ideas that can expedite this process and get it done faster. Do you guys really believe we'll be able to get it out by June? And going to them, and and when you're asking all these things, you're asking these things from a very authentic perspective, from a very authentic point of view. You genuinely, if they say anything that alludes to a different or a better way to do it, you're genuinely willing to test it. You are not going to get in your own way. You are not going to get in their way. And so that's a thing that I think is a little bit of a different perspective on how to connect the culture, the decision-making structures, the engagement, the point of views of your employees, and how you can connect that directly to your bottom line and your consumer promises. And so um, I don't know if all that made sense. I hope it did. I think it did. And uh, these are more practical examples of how you can connect your consumer promises, your customers, your bottom line, your revenue, your marketing, your external things that people are knowing you for, and how you can connect it to things that are happening internal from a decision-making structure, from how inclusive your organization is, to how, excuse me, how much people are being bought in to, you know, if you're retaining high-level high talent, if that high-level talent, as well as the mid- and low-level talent are all getting together and all loving each other and all working together, um, you know, and, and creatively and, and productively, you know, this is how it's connected to how managers are actually leading and supporting and interacting. This is all connected to how executives are getting out of the employee's way and checking their own ego at the door. All these things connect to the bottom line. Every single thing I just mentioned connects to the bottom line and to the consumer promise. Um, so just a couple of thoughts.